The American dream is not dead. Listen to Neil and Jeff share their leadership experiences through a new kind of leadership podcast. This is The American Hustle. I'm leveled up. And this is my world. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever, however you are joining us. This is The American Hustle, where we believe the American dream is not dead dead. It is a podcast about leadership, entrepreneurship, and just living life to the fullest, being a downright good human being. My name is Neil with Simpson Family Jeeps, SVJ4x4.com. A, uh, this is a spinoff of our automotive podcast, I Speak Jeep, which if you haven't heard, definitely recommend you head over there and check it out. And per the usual, I am joined with our esteemed, uh, our, my esteemed colleague and co-host, uh, Jeff Shermani. I threw you off there. You were like, uh, I don't. I didn't know if you were going to go into titles any more vamping or and titles. Yeah, I've been throwing I, you guys off recently. I know you love your titles. I do. I love titles. If you don't know what that reference is, go back like you know to episode three and you'll figure that out. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about the story of two choices. Um, we'll we'll elaborate on that as we get into it. Uh, you know, take a moment, give us that five star rating. Uh, go on, like, subscribe. Leave us a review so we know how we're doing. Uh, and then stay tuned for the quote of the week at the end of the episode. That's, I know, Neil's favorite part. Totally. And if this is your first time joining us, understand that that quote of the week, uh, despite the fact that Jeffrey does his best to put together some production notes, um, I disregard them and uh, intentionally don't look at that quote uh, so that I am experiencing it. It, you know, in a fluid fashion, the same time that you, our listener, is. Because ultimately, our goal here is to have a conversation, right? It is a conversation about these concepts to discuss aspects of leadership, entrepreneurship, personal development that, um, that you know, are, are some of the, the minutiae of this industry of, of self-development and not necessarily those keyed talking points that that get shared all the time over and over and over again that's not to say that there's not merit or value in those and we do bring those up as tools oh yeah but but the idea is to have a organic conversation and engage our listener in that right as we present topics that uh that will benefit us uh our our professional practices our personal lives and, and ultimately our listeners and followers, because that's, you know, without you guys who are listening to us in your, your ear holes right now, we would be, uh, you know, just talking to each other, which we do enough at lunchtime and, and on the, the service floor normally. So not right. necessary. So we are uh, talking about the, uh, the concept of sink or swim. Correct. Is that right? Sink or swim or, you know, some people refer to it fight or flight. Yes. Very similar concepts. Yes. And this one I can um, ultimately tell you changed my life. This concept, this was, this was the moment that I remember uh, the idea, the way that I conceptualize it buried deep down at the back of my brain was in the most despair moments of my come up story of starting this company was this idea where I felt the lowest and the, the most broken and the most buried. I had, I had taken self-responsibility to say, I dug this hole, right? And of course, as we talked about uh, previously, prepare to self-rescue, I recognized the idea that I was going to have to uh, go further, right? Yeah. I, was, I was 
I was going to sink or swim. And I was the one who was going to have to bite, fight, and claw my way out of this hole that I had dug. And we'll talk a little bit about that and this concept of sink or swim. Uh, because I do believe that for many people who are listening, who are only ever scratching the surface of personal development and entrepreneurship and whatnot, I hope that you never genuinely have to get to the, the, the low point that I was personally at, right? However, I also do see you. If you are a person who is looking for some motivation that you are, you are all in, you have sacrificed so much, you have put your family in a precarious position, you have compromised uh, concepts of yourself, things that you thought you were going to do, and now you recognize that you are on this other journey. And if you just finish up this journey, then you know the concept of live a few years uh, like no other so you can live your whole life like no other, right? Yep. If you are on that journey... Um, that there is uh, a possibility to get to that point of living like no other, right? So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit here and, I think, and see how that fits into other people's experience. I think the first thing we talk about is what exactly is sink or swim? We're going to talk about that, and then we'll tell some of our own personal stories and, and how we have experienced those concepts. Yeah. Um, but uh, go ahead and tell us what you believe sink or swim means. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So sink or swim is, in my opinion, the last momentary, uh, it is that, that finite moment where this is the, this is you either make a hard left or you make a hard right, right? And the idea of that, that next moment, I have to fight as if my life depended on it to swim. Because the other option is, I mean, a very morbid or very direct is you sink and you die. Yep. Right? That is just the nature of, uh, of this concept that many concepts in leadership is about fine-tuning. Yes. Right? Many aspects of personal and social development is compounding, adding one little aspect or, or taking one little thing away, right? Not full deprivation, not full commitment, yeah. but fine minutia tuning, yes. compound effects, um, recognition of your environment and, and, and going, hey, if I just, you know, if I just add 15 minutes here, if I just write this down in my journal here, right? That is not sink or swim. Sink or swim is that moment where it is life or death. Yes. And that is the, the critical moment where you have to recognize uh, as specifically an entrepreneur. Because there's a lot of things that are not necessarily uh, that command this level of gravity, right? Right. Um, but, but the idea that maybe there are things in life that should... Right. Maybe maybe between your spouse and you, maybe you should have a little more gravity and go, this is life or death. If I don't support my spouse in this moment, then then that's going to kill my relationship. Yep. Right. If I don't uh, sacrifice this uh, tangible object, this this uh, extra property that I have or heck, 
even your house, right? I know um, a couple couple entrepreneurs that sold their house and moved into the back of their business and slept on a cot and oh, yeah. you know spent three to five to six months there. My wife and I personally moved out of our home uh, an hour or so away and moved into an RV so that we could be closer to our business. Jeffrey, I'm 10 years into business and we're doing that, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Those are concepts of sink or swim. Yes. Now, here, I'm going to share this uh, a little bit because this is the this is the 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 moment for me that uh, that got me through some of those deep dark despair moments, and um, <clears throat> you'll you'll if you if you know me much you listen to many of my concepts I'm a I can be very intense right and so that's the whole concept of sink or swim yes right is this is the intensity this is the moment where it's not about journaling or creating a spreadsheet or recognizing a strength or a weakness in an employee. This is the intensity. This is where it becomes very primal, right? Yes. So there is a fantastic motivational uh, speech out there. You can find it on YouTube. And um, the idea is, and I think I've even shared it on this podcast before, but it's it, it moved me so much and it, it, it moved me and and my pursuits further and so i always think it's it's worthwhile to share and you have um this wise person a seemingly successful individual and a young man comes up to him and says hey i i want to be successful like you how can i how can i achieve that and um this you know master of success he says you know what um i i can't I can't tell you, but I can show you, right? Yeah. I can show you how. And he says, okay, well, you know, let's have, show me. Show me how right now. And he says, no, no, no. Tomorrow morning, 4 a.m., meet me down at the lake, right, lakeside. And, you know, younger person goes, right, 4 a.m.? Like, I don't know about that. Like, he's already making excuses, right? Yep. This young person, he said, I want success. But then when the, the grandmaster there says, hey, I'm going to be able to show you not tell you, first of all, you know, younger person, uh, a newer person, uh, you know, whatever, says, I starts to doubt it. Why, yeah. can you, why can't you just tell me? Why, why do I have to show me? All right, all right, well, you can show me. Oh, why does it have to be 4 a.m.? Why can't it be, you know, more like 8 or 9, right? And I want to be more comfortable. He says, no, 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 you have to, I have to show you, and it has to be 4 a.m. Get up, get down there, I'll meet you at the, at the, the waterfront. So the next morning, 4 a.m. comes around. Uh, the individual goes down to the waterfront, and there's the grandmaster, you know, of success, standing at the side of the, the water, and he says, "Hey, come wait out into the water with me." And the 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 young entrepreneur is like, "What are you talking about? Like, I, I it's four a.m. I'm barely awake. I don't have coffee. Open every excuse in the book, right?" Yep. And 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 the young ind young individual, and that's not young by age, but young to the experience, says. You know, fine, fine, fine. I'll get into the water with you. So the grandmaster wades out, and the 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 inquisitive, you know, young entrepreneur wades out, and they wade out into the water. And the, the grandmaster says, "Come out just a little further with me." He's going, "Oh, it's getting it's getting deep. I, you know, I'm going to have to start treading water here soon." And grandmaster says, "Yeah, you know, that's fine. You, you just come out a little further." And he brings him out into the water where it's just up, you know, where he's treading water a little bit. And the grandmaster grabs the the young entrepreneur and he shoves him under the water. And he holds him down and comes up desperate for breath, you know, kind of 
like, what did you do? Why is this? Why, you know, why did you basically smack me in my face of my experience? And the Grandmaster grabs him again. He shoves him back down under the water. And at this point in time, the, the young entrepreneur individual is just at their wit's end. And they begin just swinging and fighting to come back up to get air because now they've been dunked twice, uh, maybe even three times. And they, they, you know, now they're swinging. They're trying to get the, the grandmaster's arms off of his back and come up out of the water and tread water and catch their breath and get it out of their eyes. And he comes up and he's like, what are you doing to me? Why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And the grandmaster says, when you want to be successful as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you will actually achieve something. So that is the concept of sink and swim in actual, you know, in actual storytelling. Right now, the the the, the motivational uh, video or, or sound bite online is fantastic. I encourage people to find it. Maybe we will even attempt to link it somewhere in here. Yeah. Um, I played that at my deepest, darkest moments. I played that over and over and over again, and I recognized that I was at a sink or swing swim moment at this idea that I want to breathe. And that's what I had um, shared with a number of individuals around me. I used it as kind of a talking point for uh, maybe a year and a half or so. Uh, You know, when meeting with my accountant, they would think I was kind of weird because they'd be like, well, what do you want to do, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you are kind of weird, but that's okay. No, that's absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. It's just every day is mind boggling to recognize that fact. I'm telling you, Jeffrey, I went 36 years and I thought everybody else was the problem. Then all of a sudden I woke up one day. It was right around this time. And I was like, wait a second. I want to breathe. Like, no, that's that's me. I'm. It's like T Swift. I'm the problem, you know. Like yeah. I'm, I'm the peculiar one, you know. So, but I would, that would be, I would be in a meeting, right? So yeah. to say this, I would be in a meeting with somebody, and they would, they would present me. You know, accountant would say, "Hey, do you want to do this or do you want to do that?" Um, you know, folks in the community that I was, I was working with, uh, or a customer or something, I would respond back to them, "I want to breathe." They'd be like, "What? The, what the heck does that mean? Like, right? Who the heck are you?" You know, and I, no, I want to breathe. When you can commit that to your to your mindset to say that I'm going to go to that point of of biting, fighting, scratching when you have no other choice, fight or flight, and I don't have any flight in me, I'm going to come up out of that water and I'm going to take, you know, I'm not going to go back under. Absolutely. You know? And so the idea is is for me that is the root concept of sink or swim. Quite frankly, fighting for your life to catch that breath. Yes. The desperate, um, ultimate moment where it's between breathing or not breathing. Now I'm I know that you love analogies and we use them a oh, lot yeah. on the show. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use this as an analogy. Okay. Uh, so for me, sink or swim is not only about being able to fight for your life to to stay on the surface and breathe. Sure. So if you are in a, in a real life situation, you're out in the water and there's a riptide. It's going to drag you through the water. Mm-hmm. Now you're in a real life sink or swim situation. Yes. yes. The problem is, unfortunately, a lot of people just try to swim and they end up sinking. That's true. They don't have direction. They don't have purpose. Oh, this is a great analogy already. Jeffrey, you got my, you got my <laughs> juices moving, man. I'm so, with you. So first... I'm going to reference an older episode. You got to sharpen your axe and understand your skill sets, 
and, and have preparation, understand where you're going to be going, what types of decisions you could be making. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to unpack that real quick, right? Because for our listeners that may or may not be aware, I just came back from from an ocean uh, beach trip. Right? Oh, yeah. And what your, timing of that? What timing <laughs> is this, right? This is fantastic. And and so to unpack your analogy just, uh, just a hair more is this idea that we went to the ocean beach trip. Yeah. Um, and we, we took kids with us, and we went to, you know, a number of different beaches. Uh, ultimately, if you're aware of me, you know, I'm into the 4x4 vehicle life, so I'm going to beaches where I can take my Jeeps and off-road vehicles. And so the process of sharpening our axe is actually choosing the environment. When we took the kids, we took life jackets for them. If yep. you were going to be playing at the water, we set parameters that you are going to have life jackets on. If you're not going to have life jackets on, you're not going to go further than knee deep, yep. right? We sharpened our axe by front loading those experiences, right? So the fact that if we should ever even get close to the riptide, yep. if you will, that our axe has a level of preparation to it, right? Correct. But that's what Jeffrey's unpacking right now. He's sharing in his analogy is the idea that if you are a person, an individual who's never swam, who's never been by an ocean, uh, and and quite frankly, the water, uh, you have fear of the water, then you likely should not go out there into these into these environments. Right. Because you haven't sharpened your axe yet. Right. All right, go ahead. Keep going. So, that was uh, insta- outstanding. So along with that, in a riptide, for those that know what to do, you actually swim with the current. Yes. And you may be looking at the shore 20 feet in front of you, but don't swim to the shore. No. You swim to the shore, you're going to sink. You ride the tide. You ride the tide. You you have to accept. You actually swim out further. Right. You're changing your direction. Yes. You're not taking the easy path because the easy path will actually it will actually ultimately kill you. It will ultimately kill you. Yes. So you have to look at those options and you have to understand that sometimes you have to go further away, take some steps back. Yes. To be successful. Oh my gua- golly, Jeffrey. Way to way to take so I have my concept of this this momentary fight for your life, right? Yes. And and you just expanded it to the point where you may actually need to swim further away from your destination. Yes. You may actually need to change direction. You may, you know, we, we oftentimes, uh, you know, internally will yell pivot, which is great friends reference from, Absolutely. you know, uh, from many years ago. And this idea that <clears throat> it might not be the direction you think is the safest, the best, the, the most ideal, but you are swimming for your life at that point. Yes. And, and it is the utilization of your skills and your awareness that is going to allow you to survive in that moment. Yes. I, I love it. That is that is absolutely a, a fantastic analogy. And and so fitting for my own personal experiences <laughs> recently. Oh, that's fair. So one of the things, uh, and it makes me think of, is how do we identify that moment? Right? Because I think that that's one of the the lesser talked about pieces of leadership, personal development, entrepreneurship. And again, these concepts should be applicable to your everyday life. And so whether it's that church committee meeting, you're trying to grow your your mission and your reach, whether it is a relationship with a child or a spouse or something like that, 
we're talking about that moment that the riptide gets you, right? We're talking about the moment that you're shoved under the water and you're trying to come up for air. So oftentimes, a lot of business leaders, when they talk about this topic, they talk about you being at your absolute lowest, you're losing everything, you're about to lose your house, your, your family's at risk, you know, all of these things. I'm going to take it a step further and say, that doesn't have to be the case to mm -hmm. be in a sink or swim situation. Yes. What happens is when you're faced with something that you weren't prepared for, yes. that you did not expect to happen, mm -hmm. the unexpected will happen. When you don't have an immediate answer and you don't know the, what direction you need to go, that is when you're in a sink or swim moment. So I think that um, you present some good points there. I think the issue with uh, what I heard you say was that other talking heads will say it's at your lowest, it's at your, you know, the house is getting, you know, taken. Um, and it's important to know if you're listening to me, my house has been foreclosed on tw twice. I've I've sold out vehicle. I've done the stuff, right? I, I get it. Right? I mean, I had to move back in with my parents when I had a business. So I, I've been there. I right, understand right, that, right, right, right. yes, the, the lowest is absolutely a sink the or swim issue, moment. But there is other opportunities so the, for that, too. And that's the thing is I think that that's, that's when in human nature – it, that's when we go, oh, hey, I didn't see this coming, right? And so now I am forced into this decision. I am forced into this sink or swim moment, right? Yes. And so many of those other tools or concepts that we have discussed prior to this episode have largely been about you know trying to avoid that sink or swim, sink or swim moment. Either avoid it or be prepared when you reach it. So that's the that's the idea is that in you know hindsight being 2020 it's easy for people on the other side of that moment to say this was my sink or swim yes. right and so what you're offering up is that maybe sink or swim is just i'm not prepared for this yes and being able to identify that this moment my axe is not sharp enough yes right and so in in that is that minutia that we talk about, right? We can talk about the the intensity of sink or swim and that you you too can over uh, overcome this and uh, as a as a leader in your community or an entrepreneur that yes, if you give a, if you you know pivot, if you swim with the current, if you fight for your breath, yes, you will survive. Well, I'm just gonna put uh, the largest example that we have currently in our in our recent history, is COVID. Yes. COVID was a sink or swim moment for every business in the world. Yes. Plain and simple. 100%. I don't care how successful your business is. Nobody was prepared for COVID. Right. Nobody was prepared for the world to shut down. Yes. For weeks at a time. Right. That is a sink or swim moment. Right. Now, now this is that, this is that minutia, right, of, of how sharp is our ax. Correct. Right. Because if we talk about <clears throat> our own uh, our own personal company experience, we as as very specific values that I hold, I attempt to carry a fairly low overhead. Yes, our cost of living as individuals is appropriate to uh, the nature of our revenue. Yes, right, and ultimately our customer base is one that is based in a value added experience. Yes. 
as opposed to a superficial transactional level where it's just a couple dollars in and a couple dollars out. Yeah. So there are aspects of how we daily operate our business that you know the 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 parent company here that made us weather that experience better. Yep. Right? Because all of a sudden when when that shutdown when those shutdowns happened and revenue immediately drops we have um we're not so well, there's not so much pork there's not so much fat on the 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 top end of things that um we're not able to pivot right, right. And we're not defaulting on uh loans we're not um losing out on paychecks for individuals because uh, the paycheck is so egregiously high or there's a lack of uh, cash flow, you know, whatever. Um, and we saw a lot of businesses within a very short period of time go belly up. Oh, yeah. I mean, within within weeks, within months. Absolutely. And went immediately belly up. And I got to be honest with you, I, and as a as a bell curve of society, uh, there was a public outcry, right? There was a public outcry from people going, oh, you know, the government's trying to hurt the business. Uh, people aren't supporting your local, blah, blah, blah. And as a business owner, I call BS because, quite frankly, you weren't running a good business. Yes. That's just the reality. And you're listening to this right now, and I'm sorry if you if you lost a business during COVID. That's just the reality. Your friend, your mom, your dad, your grandpa, your cousin, whoever was running that business, they weren't running it well. Right. That's the reality of the situation. Run a good, uh, healthy, solvent company. You will be able to weather things. You won't weather them. You won't. You won't be prepared for COVID. Right. But that's the sink or swim. Right. The idea that I had the life jacket on and the riptide grabbed us. Yep. We swam with the current. COVID was the current. Absolutely. We swam further away from what we knew, oh, so yeah. that we could be appropriately safe uh, in the long haul. Absolutely. And that is. That is the 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 crux of sink or swim. Now, the idea that no, we were not prepared for that, but we could have measures in place that eventually benefited us in diverse experiences. Absolutely. So, so the idea that maybe we'll never be able to truly predict sink or swim, but the idea that that axe can be sharp enough, that life jacket can be on the knowledge set of the environment that we're getting, you know, into, as soon as we dip our toes in that water, we're aware of that space. We're aware of what the possibilities could be. Yes. And that we are putting some forethought into that, right? It would be, again, as if you were getting into the water and you were just thinking, oh, these, you know, four or five foot waves and this you know, bubbly water over here, that's clearly no problem. I'm going to get in there anyways. Yes. That's just naive, you know? Um, and so I think that uh, to to what you were saying, we can't exactly predict that moment, but we can strive to operate, to live in such a way that we have some skills or some resources, some tools that when the poo hits the fan and the world goes gobbledygook and the world could just be your personal life. It could be your oh. company's finances. It could be whatever. It could be anything. Yeah. It could be any of those things that you are prepared to go, hey, I see you. I see this moment and I'm going to swim. 
you know? Yeah. And that not I let think, that moment defeat you. And I'm not going to let that moment defeat me. Um, yes, I have to do something. This is that moment where action is necessary. There's yes. no more compounding effect. There's no little uh, fine tuning in this moment. It is, it is offensive. It is there in my face. And I have to breathe. I can't wait to read the quote of the week to you because oh, yeah? it's, you just summed it up right oh, there. Oh, my goodness. That is fantastic. So is there is there more? I mean, this has been a good episode. And I don't want to necessarily keep going if we had a good, intense episode. And this was pretty intense. You I know? mean, I think, I think we pretty much covered the topic in general with what you're going to come across. And it's not a matter of if. You are going to experience sink or swim at some point in your career, in your life, probably multiple times. Yes. As a human, that is part of our human experience. Yes. And 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 ultimately, uh, our ability to identify and respond, right? So that is going to what's going to differentiate you from the person next to you. The, the moment that I fully realized and understood that I, too, had no flight in me, it's all fight. Uh, and I'm just so that I can share my experience with yes. fight or flight. This was probably the, the most life changing moment for me. Uh, I was managing a store in Syracuse, New York, and I, I was without an assistant manager at the time. We had just fired him for, for theft, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were working to replace that assistant manager throughout the company. I was in the warehouse training a newer warehouse employee. There was a freak accident. I fell off of a ladder, uh, from, the top rack of the warehouse mm-hmm. and came down with wooden furniture. Uh, I was severely injured. Uh, sure. I literally had a pool of blood just forming around my head. Right. The newer warehouse guy was struck by a piece of the furniture that was falling. Yes. Uh, much younger in experience. Uh, he was just absolute panic stricken, running around the warehouse, screaming, dripping blood everywhere. Uh, this other individual. The was. other individual yes. was now, and I, and real quick, just so our listeners are are conscientious of this, um, this was a, a a ladder that your employer had had given you guys. Correct. It was one that you guys. Uh, the story that I understand, you guys had said, "Hey, this is insufficient to do our task." Correct. And and there was either apathy and a you know, hey, whatever, just just work with what you got. Correct. Or a just a flat out no, you're fine. Use this. They use it at other stores. Or hey, figure it out. Right. It, it was a lot of the hey, we see you. We understand that that isn't the the way we would like to do business. Your facility is not set up for it. It's an older facility. We'd like to eventually expand that facility to do better. Yes. And, so and it wasn't the- it wasn't that they didn't care. But they also weren't going to put money into an old facility, right? And you're 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 up on scaffolding or where of ridge rack of some sort that's Correct. like shelving that's you know twelve to literally ridge rack. Okay, so you're yep. you're twelve to to fifteen feet high. Yep. Um, and and what kind of ladder is this? Like a like a like a A frame step stool ladder? A standard A frame. Okay. Um, and unfortunately, because of the height of the the scaffolding, I was at the top of the ladder. Sure. Um, and, and it was a, it was a larger A-frame. It wasn't a, one of the short A-frame step yes. stools. It yes. was a full-size A-frame ladder. But so I, I came down on the ground. I'm laying yes. there, yep. and I had been a firefighter and EMT. I understood all the medical protocols. So I laid there. I didn't move. Yes. I knew that my neck was injured. I, right. I knew that my shoulders were injured. I knew that I had multiple injuries and that 
in best case scenario was not for me to move at all. Sure. The then you got Party B who's running around Party screaming B. like a chicken. Yep, and absolutely. It, and, and then the they wh- got hit by a piece of furniture coming down. Correct. They ended up with a, a laceration over their uh, over their eye on their forehead. So a, a nightstand comes down and and hits them in the nugget. Some I think it was a bar stool to be honest, a wooden wow. bar stool. Okay. Um, but they so the the a sales member from the team from my team came out to the back and he saw the scene and just white as a ghost panicked didn't know what to do i literally pulled my cell phone out of my pocket dialed 911 told them what was happening text my wife which i realized now was not the right choice i probably should have called her and told her more information i <laughs> i text her and said i messed up i'll i'm going to the er i'll let you know more oh dear yeah uh, then I called. My there's no, no, there's nothing that will set them into more panic mode than something to that effect, right? No, no it was it was bad choice. But then I <laughs> called my regional manager and and had a brief conversation with him. Let him know that I was messed up and the ambulance was on its way and yes. that he needed to get somebody to get up to the store because there was no manager for the store. Sure. So he flew in overnight for that. Um, my wife immediately was blowing up my phone. Uh, the a, a customer who was a police officer heard the call and actually reported to the store as a police officer and then he took my phone talked to my wife and we had just just had a baby so he got her down to the hospital uh and took care of everything with that sure what it comes down to is one i was out of work for four and a half months that was i've never experienced something like that in my life i i am a busy body i've always worked either one or multiple jobs yep um i've been told many times that i was a workaholic what I learned from that experience, one, it humbled me. Okay. Two, I learned that the importance of a support network mm. because I was facing an adversity of my life that I have never experienced where I wasn't able to do anything for myself. Sure. I had a newborn child at home and I couldn't even take care of the newborn child. Right, right. Um, and that was the hardest moment in my life because of everything that happened and the fact that when I came back to work, finally, the doctors, I, I mean, I was arguing with doctors to let me go back to work. <laughs> sure. When I finally got back to work, they announced they were closing my store. Oh, my. Oh, and I, my. And I'm like, what? So then I had to work through, on light duty, work through a store closing. And then they didn't have a store for me to go to at that time. So they, the company, amazing company, paid for me to move back to my hometown and work as what they called a floating manager it was a position they didn't have in the company as a floating manager. And then they would send me from store to store as needed for coverages. Mm. So it was uh, the, the fact that I was able to go back to it, overcome it, uh, work with the company to come up with solutions sure. and move forward in life. That sure is my biggest sink or swim. That's moment. your sink or swim moment. Interesting. And the humbleness that I got from that is, I mean, it, it ultimately changed who I was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, you know, kind of going back through that analogy, there were aspects of the experience that the ax could have been sharpened more, right? Yep. As far as the, the store itself and yep. how it operated. Um, but ultimately, that's how you end up in the rip current. Yep. Right? So, but once you're in the current, now you're swimming with it because of some of the school, the school, the skill sets, the tools that you have, yes. right? See, I mean, that's how I'm going is that like, hey, the ladder, the ridge rack, the the whatever, the protocols, the procedures, 
Yeah, that wasn't ideal, and that can be relatable to what you, our listener, might be going through right now or have gone through at, that you can see in hindsight, man, if that would have just been a little bit different, right? There's our compound effect, right? If we would have had a different ladder, maybe a different lift system, a harness, a whatever, right? Oh, you, yeah. You can't walk through any of the large box stores, the Lowe's, the Home Depot's, the whatever, with them not having like a, a dedicated lift and movement uh, p- procedures because Correct. of their exposure to risk as a large company, and so here we have a the the big challenge is you were at a big a pretty you know a pretty sizable company. It was a very you know? sizable company, but it was very frugal and run very similar to this to, sure. to our parent company. And the fact that they looked at staffing as uh, your your revenue for the year, and they said, "Hey, you only have this much gross revenue in your store." So you can only have this many employees in your store. Yes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of the, it was a very frugal company. Yes. And I learned a lot of lessons from that because prior to that, I worked for a lot of companies where I just went in and spent the money and didn't pay attention to 100%. it. 100%. And 100%. working for them, I learned lessons about where that money goes, oh. why I can't spend that money, why we have to make decisions that are appropriate for the business to continue to grow. Dude, Robin Peter to pay Paul is another podcast episode. Oh, absolutely. Which which just fires me up because most the bell curve of society has seen corporations grow up in the last 100 150 years that Rob Peter to pay Paul and so this spit shine kind of polished experience is what they expect out of business at this point and that's just not how it works right but that's a that's for a different conversation and that's it's valuable for you to say hey this this business where you got uh injured was you know was a a a pretty good environment but even in a pretty good environment accidents happen absolutely literally literally in, in a good environment to the best of our ability accidents happen and so it's it's then how we respond yes you know and um and so again, you and your own ability swimming with the current, hey, you knew that because of these potential injuries, I'm not going to get up and run around screaming, you know, kind of losing my cool. Yeah. I'm going to lay here. I'm going to try and communicate with some people, good, bad, or otherwise, yeah. you know, and, and, then, um, and then work the process, right? Work along with that employer. Yep. Uh, work through that humble experience with 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 your spouse and your kids um because you know what quite frankly jeff there's people who have that and then they they get addicted to painkillers oh they they start a fight with their spouse because there's too much other life happening right that's it's those things folks you're listening it's those things it's that that's the minutiae of well as sink or swim yeah the fact that yes i am not working yes i am not being fulfilled the I yes I'm swimming away from the shoreline yeah right but ultimately swimming away from the shoreline of not being able to be a busybody and not be able to support my spouse and not be able to hold my child and not return to the store that I thought I was going to be working at yeah does not mean that you're sinking correct that is key that is key it is that that momentary fight for your life it doesn't have to be that last, you know, swing of, of of your of of your arm trying to come back to the surface. It could be swimming away from the shoreline. Absolutely, right? it is. It is both. You know, it is both. And and there are 
aspects that are so valuable to your story, you know, to our listeners as well. Well, and I think the, the biggest takeaway from all of it is that when you do experience a sink or swim moment, that not only should you swim and make it out of that situation, you should be better for it. Yes. And, and, and ultimately, I think that that's the, the nature of my own experience where I felt where I was under the water. Yeah. I was unable to swim anymore. And the, that last m- intense moment for me was I want to breathe, yeah. right? And so that's understanding that that was my mindset. Even if I wasn't able to exactly swim, it, maybe if I wasn't able to see the shoreline, if I wasn't able to immediately resurface, that the hope in me was that I wanted to breathe, right? And so understand if you're at that, if you're at that low moment. So being able to identify both moments equally to say, hey, those are both sink or swim moments. Oh, know? yeah. Um, but being able to to identify that moment and go, hey, I haven't lost all hope. I'm I still want to breathe. That will uh, propel us forward in these concepts. Absolutely, and it will also help you identify as you encounter that sink or swim. You might not be able to control it. That tide is going to grab you regardless, just because that is the nature of the world. No 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 matter how prepared or how sharpened your axes. COVID happened no matter whether we wanted it to or not. Correct. That's out of our control. What is within our control is whether or not we want to breathe. Yep. All right. That was a fantastic, a little bit intense. I hope that our listeners really enjoyed it. Um, And we do want to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts, your experiences. What have you encountered as your sink or swim moments? We want to know that. And we do oftentimes reference those stories on our podcast here but without further ado and 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 i should say we'll we'll tell you right at the end here how you can get involved with us and share your stories but without further ado at this moment we're going to talk about the quote of the week and this is my world now the only thing that combat fear combats fear is action and there's only two actions there's fight and flight <laughs> and that's Earl Sweatshirt, who's actually a rapper. Oh, yeah? Yep. That's fun. I think that's a great quote, though. And, and you were literally yes. describing it as yeah. we were going through the our topic. The only thing uh, that combats fear is action. And there's only two actions. There's fight and flight. Yep. Yeah, that is what's up, man. That is just uh, that is the, the, the reality of the situation because... Uh, there is going to be many, many aspects where we have the opportunity to prepare ourselves to the best of ability. And we've heard the, you know, prepare to uh, fail to prepare, you know, f- fail to prepare, prepare to fail, you know, all of that kind of stuff. That's all good and gravy. It is valid. However, that still does not uh, negate that last moment where it is fight or flight. Yep. It is, you have to choose action, all yes. right? You're either going to roll over and die or you're going to resurface and take a breath. Yep. And that was an outstanding uh, conversation. And like I mentioned, folks, we want to hear your story. We authentically enjoy reading uh, and hearing from our listeners so many of you have taken us up on reaching out via email or messenger 
or you know through text only. And so you can reach Jeff, our producer, at J-E-F-F-C at SFJ4X4.com. You can email him uh, your, your input, your stories, uh, how this has affected you, or you can hit us up on our text only number, 440-855-2100. Let us know how we're doing and what other topics you might have happening uh, or, or you want to unpack or what is happening in your life that you think that we could talk about and create some relevancy between our experiences, both our failures and our successes and your walk through uh, your personal development, your social development, uh, entrepreneurship, leadership, community, activism, whatever it may be. What a great uh, session, conversation. I hope you're fired up, ready to get out there. I want you to change the world. Get out there and get hungry. And stay hungry. And this is my world. The American dream is not dead. We want to help you along the way. With over 40 years of combined leadership experience, we want to help you succeed. Share your stories, ask us questions, and believe in the American dream. Through heart and hustle, we will show you the path of success and hopefully have a little fun along the way. You can email us at jeffc at sfj4x4.com or text us at 440-855-2100. Until next time, lead with your heart and keep hustling.